The Superpower Mamas channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to join the superpower universe and unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Superpower Mamas, reclaiming the sacred journey of motherhood with Tatiana Berende. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Superpower Mamas podcast show. I'm your host, Tatiana Berende, and I'm so thrilled to have our guest, Corinne Andrews, with me here today. Um, Corinne is a beautiful woman who I've had the good fortune to get to know a little bit in real, in-person, live time, and I'm just so thrilled with what she's up to and that she is here with us today. We're going to be talking about awakening through pregnancy and birth, which is, of course, a very juicy and very near and dear to my heart topic. Let me tell you a little bit about Corinne before we dive in today. Corinne Andrews is the developer and lead teacher of the Birthing Mama 90-hour prenatal and postnatal yoga and wellness teacher training and author of the new book, Birthing Mama. She's co-owner and director of Shraddha Yoga and leads the Embody Yoga 100-hour in-depth study and 200-hour teacher training. She teaches weekly online and local classes, and she's been teaching yoga classes and private sessions online and locally in person to people of all ages and abilities since 2003. Her yoga classes are phenomenal. If you ever get a chance to connect in with her, I absolutely adore this woman, and I'm just so thrilled that you're here with us today, Corinne. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for that introduction. And I am also just so grateful and excited to be here with you. So thank you. Yeah. And it's fun for me because I've gotten to sort of see Birthing Mama and its whole trajectory. You know, it started out as this online virtual sharing for women in their in their pregnancy and in their in their preparation for birthing time. And, you know, you've had just so many iterations with it. And it's just been so fun to sort of watch your journey and watch it grow and now become this book. So I'm just really excited that we get to talk about it today. Um, Before we dive into the conversation, though, will you share with our listeners what your superpowers are in the realm of birth and birthing? Mm. Yeah, so I guess I might say, Uh, My first one is realness, authenticity. Um, I come to this work not because I claim to be an expert or that I have something that others don't or that I have, you know, power over something or someone, but um, more so from a place of when I went through it, uh, especially being young and unplanned, it was was powerful. I had a, a really deep spiritual experience. So I would say that I, um, yeah, if I, if I could call that a superpower, it's that I come to this whole realm of awakening through pregnancy, birth and motherhood from just a place of like rawness and realness and authentic, because this is what I went through. And this is, um, you know, what I want to offer just from the, the depth of my heart. And I think maybe the other, other maybe superpower would be, um, the, the gift of, or the invitation to give back um, to others in the sense that I'm really just here to serve. And I'm here to serve not only people and the earth, but the call of the Divine Mother. So I I really like to (laughs) kind of get out of my own way and and let 
the Divine Mother move through me, um, let love move through me so that I can actually be here present and in service to others, and then invite you all, whoever I'm interacting with, to also be in that place within themselves, you know, not to fabricate something, but, you know, to really say, well, who are you? And, and what is your intuition guiding you towards? Yeah, and you do it so beautifully. I can absolutely attest to the realness factor. I think that's one of the things that I appreciate so much about you, Corinne, is that there's no pretense to the way that you approach yoga and it's very much an embodied practice for you. And I just, it's palpable. You can feel it and it shows. Mm, I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. So, um, we are going to talk about this whole journey of, of awakening through pregnancy and through the birthing experience. We're going to talk about birthing mama as a resource for birthing mothers. Um, and I don't want to cut that conversation off. I really love to let these conversations flow. So we're not going to dive into that until we go to this quick break here. Um, but before we go to break, will you tell our listeners where they can go to um, you know, find the book, learn more about what you're up to, maybe even engage in some of your yoga classes or trainings? Absolutely. Yeah. So for the realms of um, fertility, conscious conception, pregnancy, birth, and motherhood, you'll want to go to birthingmama.com. Uh, <laughs> so birthingmama.com. And the book itself is also called Birthing Mama, Your Companion for a Holistic Pregnancy Journey. And the book is found, you'll see it on my website, but it's also found anywhere where books are sold. So online, in your local bookshop, if it's not there in your local bookstore, you can ask them to order it. Um, and what I've seen is that they do, because they love supporting, you know, we love supporting local businesses and the local business loves supporting local authors and artists and all of that. So, um, and then as far as weekly classes and teacher trainings, all of that is hosted through Shraddha Yoga. So even the Birthing Mama classes, they're all hosted through Shraddha Yoga, which for now they're mostly online. Uh, some things are happening locally where I live in Massachusetts, but that is shraddhayoga.org. And um, there's a lot of details and information on that website. And well. it's wonderful, actually, that it's being offered online because we have such a wide berth of listenership here from all over the world. So no matter where you are, you can tune into those um, and benefit from the magic that Corinne has helped to generate over there in her little hub in Massachusetts and all of the light threads that it touches everywhere. So go and check her out. Um, we are talking with Corinne Andrews about awakening through pregnancy and birth. And if you have not yet come to check us out over at superpowermamas.com, that's M-O-M-M-A-S, superpowermamas.com. Um, come and play with us over there. There's a whole superpower universe that you can come and engage with. I'm offering my new moon virtual circles there. There's courses and programs and all sorts of wonderful, fun, deep, witchy things that you can dive into over with us over there. So again, we're talking with Corinne Andrews and we will dive in more after this break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. 
We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Okay, we're back. So Corinne, before the break, you mentioned just a little bit that you know, you're know you coming to this work because this was your experience. Um, but I would love to hear you share with us sort of how Birthing Mama came to be and really what inspired it. Because, you know, there are lots of people who have very powerful birthing experiences, but not everybody goes on to create something for others with it. So would you share with us a little bit what that was like for you? Yeah, sure. So um, I was 25 and I was in a stage in my life where I was very, very serious about living yoga. It wasn't just about, you know, daily practice. I I wanted to fully, you know, merge with the divine one. And I I was pretty much waiting to go to India. I was waiting for some kind of a message or a sign that this is my time to go to India. Um, And instead I got a message or a sign literally on a you know, a little pee pregnancy stick uh, that I was pregnant. Um, so for me, and, 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 you know, this wasn't part of my plan, you know, even though I was trying to let go of plans in life and follow divine accordance, it definitely wasn't my plan to, to be a mother and to go through this whole um, journey. So there I was 25 and pregnant and right away, brought it to, well, of course, my partner at the time, who's now my husband, I brought it right away to him. And then we went to our spiritual teacher, who is still to this day, our main guru, you could say, or our main spiritual teacher. And she she basically said to me, you know, this is your choice. Um, and, and she said something like, I want you to know that you're in choosing what you want to do, whether to continue with the pregnancy or not, this is bigger than your personal choosing. Like to keep this pregnancy, obviously you're making a personal choice to become a mother, but that it's bigger than that. It has to do something with your work in this world. Mm. And, and I, you know, I was like, yeah, I was so stressed out at the time. I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But what ended up coming after that was a whole journey of learning to see the pregnancy as a spiritual practice, as a gift to further know myself, further know what the world is all about, instead of just like, okay, yeah, I'm pregnant and I'm going to you know, grow a baby and I'm going to be a mom. It was more like every minute, every day was difficult for me. So it opened up the, the windows and the doors into seeing, well, who am I? And what is the nature of reality? And what do I have to learn? And what do I have to see? And how can I grow, not just into myself, but you know, in a bigger way of what else I'm here to do in the world through this pregnancy. So that's really kind of what started it all. And then, um, oh, there's so many parts to it. And I, I know we, we have limited, so time is limited. But basically, that pregnancy was was very profound. I had a home birth that was its own very intense, very difficult, but very beautiful journey. And then um, about three years after that, I, my then now husband, we made a conscious choice to consciously conceive mm-hmm. um, that this little being needed a sibling. So um, we, you know, it was a beautiful process of engaging of through conscious conception. And then it was in the pregnancy that time around where I kept hearing all of these messages of, 
you need to, you need to create a book or you need to create a program. And I started just, it was basically every time I was in the woods, the divine mother would just speak to me and tell me what to do. And I had already been teaching yoga for a bunch of years and I had already started teaching postnatal yoga with my first child. And then I had started teaching prenatal yoga with this second pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was in that pregnancy that I really truly created Birthing Mama and it became an online program. And it was an online program for many years. And eventually it became, um, and then of course it was teaching weekly classes for many years, prenatal and postnatal yoga classes. It became a teacher training and now most recently a book. Um, so it really came out, I'd say, with um, that second pregnancy and birth. Yeah, I was trying to remember, actually, I was like, where did I first meet Corinne? And you were just talking about the prenatal yoga. And I'm like, oh, right. When I was at Sirius, I think you were offering a prenatal yoga class there, or some sort of intro into your training. And I got to, I got to touch in with that. So thanks for, oh, thanks for oh, helping me remember. remember. <laughs> I know. I was like, when did we first meet? You know, cause we were so blessed to meet these beautiful beings along the path. And then it, it's funny how it's like, a lot of it becomes one and we're like, where did we meet? So Mm -hmm. yeah, that would make sense. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I'm just like drinking in everything that you were just sharing and just being in this space with you because, you know, I did have the good fortune to interact with, um, birthing mama in the virtual space. Um, and you had all these beautiful videos and and things. And actually in my last pregnancy, I didn't follow the whole thing all the way through, but I can't even tell you how um, good it was and how nourishing it was for me to be able to tap into some of the wisdom that you were bringing. It's just like a reminder. It's so easy um, when we, the way we approach pregnancy in our culture and obstetrics, and it's like, you know, you can get so caught up in like the consumerism of all of it and like all the things you need to prepare for the baby and the baby shower and all the like, there's all this like outward stuff. And what I love so much about what you have brought forward and continue to bring forward, I haven't checked out the book yet and I will, Um, but there's a, it's like bringing us into the depth and the like you said before the break, the realness of what this process is and can be. And that's just part of why I love you so much and what you're bringing forward and resonate so deeply with it, because it, it's, I feel like this work of yours is really, it's like the practical, how do we make this process of growing children a sacred practice? How do we allow it to shape us? Like we, we can talk about that, about, oh yes, growing a baby is like such a sacred thing, but like you provide real practical steps of how to step into that journey and support it. And I just think that's invaluable. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you were saying that you worked a lot with the online program and basically the online program is what created the book. We mm-hmm. we simplified things so that it could actually fit into a book of, let's see, what is it? 200 and 
to 237 pages, you know, we wanted it to fit in there because really the online program could have created like a book of 500 pages. Um, but, but that is exactly it. It's, um, and throughout the book, you'll see there's a lot of, um, you know, there's many different ways to participate in this process of going within. So whether it's a breathing practice or meditation or postures, or perhaps it's working with herbs or food, or it's just, um, a simple prompt to self-reflect. And then in the book, there's actually space to journal or draw. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, that is what's missing in our culture is that for many of us, at least where we, we are, we're kind of programmed to look outside of ourselves mm-hmm. and to, you know, focus our lives on what are our products or what can we do or how can we keep up, you know, and this is more about, well, what happens when you look within yourself and you notice, you know, how free do you feel or where do you feel stuck or what's your connection to the earth or what's your connection to water or fire? Um, you know, how can you, how can you access your true self? You know, so there's so many, there's so many different themes that are, uh, woven throughout the book. And then, like I said, these different access points, whether it's food or creative project or meditation, um, you know, so that it, it kind of speaks to the five senses that we have or the many different layers of who we are. It helps to just bring all our senses, all our layers inwards. And, and that's really what we're doing when we're growing a new life inside of us. We have to pull in um, even when we don't want to, we kind of get drawn in because mm-hmm. of this profound thing that's happening when you're growing a human being. Um, it re- and it requires a lot of, and it deserves, I guess maybe that's it too. It's like, it deserves the honoring of pausing and going within, um, and, and going deeper into I think yourself. That's exactly it. And like, I, you know, I remember with my first baby, it was like, there was a lot more opportunity to do some of that, you know, slowing down and going within because I didn't have a child already. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and that's part of why I think I really leaned in. Well, actually, I don't think birthing mama was created when I was pregnant the first time, but um, I leaned into it um, in this, in this second pregnancy, because I didn't have the same opportunities to slow down that I had the first time around. It was like, you know, I'm, I was so much busier um, because I, you know, was working and, you know, doing the podcast and parenting and homeschooling and, you know, all the things. And, and it just, and so it was this beautiful gift that I got to really like touch in with. And it really is an invitation to slow down. Um, That's, I feel like everything that you have created is exactly that. Even the way you speak is measured and slower. And it's like, it's just like this, ah, like your nervous system gets to relax into the medicine that you're bringing through birthing mama. And I just, so anyone who's listening to this, you really just have to go and experience birthing mama, I think Uh is really the, the um, moral of this conversation, (laughs) the moral of the story, if there is one, is just go, go be in that. Cause I feel like you, like we can talk about it, but there's the, there's the being in it. I think that this is like one of the best gifts that a pregnant 
mom, especially first mom, but no, I take it back actually, especially like second or third or fourth mom, um, a gift that you can give yourself. Um, because there is so much with your first baby. It's like, oh my God, it's the first one. And there's just so much space and magic given to it. And it's, and then you have other children and you're busy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and actually, you know, I, I love what you're saying is that, you know, cause some people think, okay, this is, this is for first time mamas. And then you, you know, and then you say, no, no, it's actually, it's for multiples or whatever. And what is one of the things I love is I do teach a weekly online prenatal yoga class on Thursday evenings. Um, it's, it starts at 5 30 PM Eastern time. If you're in the U S <laughs> listening, um, and what I love about it is that you have women that are, first of all, in every and any week of pregnancy. So you have ones coming in who are like, I just found out I'm pregnant and I wanted to be here. Or you have people who are, you know, in their second trimester, their third. But then you also have first time mamas, you have second time, third time. And I, one of the real beautiful things is that wherever you are, whether you're first time or third time or fourth timer, and whether you're in the beginning, the middle or the end, we all can benefit from being held within a circle where we are seen and we are heard and we are loved and we are exploring the depths of what it is to go through the intensity of pregnancy and then, you know, the upcoming birth. So it, there really is something for everyone. Um, and whatever, wherever you are, whether it's your first baby, second or third or whatever baby, you'll, you'll get something different out of it each time. Just like how no two pregnancies are the same. No two births mm -hmm. are the same. Even if you give birth eight times, they're all going to be unique. So I, I, I just, I have so much joy, you know, each Thursday night when we're sitting together and all the different things are coming up. Cause we start with a sharing circle and then we move into, um, the other yoga, you know, people say, okay, when are we going to stop talking and do yoga? And I'm like, we are doing yoga. <laughs> yoga has, includes how we speak to each other, how we, you know, take a moment and take a breath or how we're willing to open our hearts and share and be seen. So, so yeah, so we start with that sharing circle and then move into what is more formally thought of as the yoga practice of breathing and moving and, um, yeah, I would just say there really is something kind of beautiful for everyone and you get to show up as you are. You know, I always say like, feel free to come in here and cry, to talk about the weird juice that's coming out of your yoni or your nipples. Talk, feel free to talk about the existential crisis or the big spiritual awakening, like every realm and level of yourself is, is welcome. Mm. Yeah. And that, that in and of itself is medicine Yeah, to know that every part has a seat at the table. Yes. Yeah. What do you, what's like, if you had a, like a big desire or a magic wand for birthing mama, what would you see it do? Mm. Okay. I love that. That's a great <laughs> question. So I just had to redo my website. We went from birthingmama.org to birthingmama.com and we made a brand new website. And one of the pages that I wanted to put on the website was called Circles of Women, Women Supporting Women. And my awesome, amazing web designer was like, okay, well, what is this? <laughs> 
And I said, I don't know exactly, but I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I did have that kind of magic wand or, you know, could create what's inside of me, it would be that um, birthing mama is not mine. You know, it's not meant to be owned or just taught by just me. And this has already started happening because I teach the birthing mama teacher training. We've had maybe five or six years of it now. So there are other birthing mama teachers, but my, my bigger vision is for there really to be, um, first of all, like a, an inner circle of maybe five to 10 women that are working together to, um, to bring the, the teachings of birthing mama, the divine mother yoga, as it relates to the childbearing years out into the world And then I see it being, um, I guess, really like global, you know, that there would be circles within circles and women supporting women. And this is something that has also begun. I have a a dear, dear group of sisters in South India. Um, they, They have their own name and title and things that they specifically do with women in the villages in South India. But we, we really are kind of one organization in our hearts. So that would grow too. And then I see it growing, you know, throughout um, the world. And, um, and again, a lot of it is rooted in us supporting one another to really find our voices and to speak and to share and to teach and offer our wisdom to others so that they too can access theirs. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, if I could sum it up, I, I guess I'd say that. Thank you for bringing me into that larger vision, bringing us into that larger vision with you. I think it's always really important and powerful to to speak those things into being. Yeah, yeah. And I've learned too, a lot of it is about patience. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, these women I'm talking about in South India, the Arushakti Awakening House, we have, we have, we've talked about all these things we're going to do together and we've done some, you know, we had a, a beautiful, um, virtual live streaming column workshop that they put on in South India. And then all the people in the U S were there attending and it was beautiful. And we have a lot of visions of what we will do, but I've also learned a lot about patience and oh, that, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and this is where, again, like prayer comes in and, and, yeah. and surrendering comes in. And that's a big part of my work is, again, like even though I can be really fiery and really passionate and, you know, kind of controlling at times, it's the, the big thing is like, how can I just completely surrender, give myself to what you might say divine will or divine consciousness mm-hmm. and, and just let the mother move through me and like, let it be her will and let me be a, a servant, you know, or willing servitor of, of divine consciousness and, and wait and trust and have faith and be patient. Yeah. I, I mean, that's absolutely the practice we're in over at SBE too. We talk about that all the time. And I think that, you know, we, we catch visions of things um, yeah. and we catch inspirations. And I, I've heard this a number of times in, in my meditations and in my journey that some of the things that I catch might not actually be for me to see into fruition. Mm. I might be just a part. I do think that part of what we are doing here in this time is catching a prayer and a larger vision of something that is 
occurring and is playing itself out and may take generations to complete. Yes. We might not, we might not actually see the completion of it, but that doesn't mean that we don't still show up for it and still lend ourselves to the work and the practice because we're building those rungs on the ladder. We're building the bridge into the actualization of it. And we may not see it and that's okay. Mm, That's so beautiful. That's, I love, thank you for saying that. So beautiful. My, um, my teacher says, and she says this all the time, everything you do matters. Yeah. Everything matters. And it's like, it's, you just spoke so beautifully to that. And, and I think it's the remembrance too, that we really are part of this big circle of evolution mm-hmm. and, and that it's not about, you know, like in the, in the yoga world, in the Bhagavad Gita, it's very much like take not the fruits from your actions, just give, just mm-hmm. serve and love and give. Don't worry about what you get to what you get to have or see. And, and I think you're absolutely right that this is a time of so, such great change. And can we, can we give an offer without being attached or needing to see what the results are and, and instead just trust that it's part of the whole bigger movement? Well, and I'm, I'm glad you said that. I think it's a perfect segue because I do want to talk a little bit about, and like I said, I, you know, I, I would love to see you on Justin's show as well, the incorporating superpowers, but um, you're doing something really unique in your yoga studio that I've not seen done anywhere else. And I think it really is a testament to you walking this work, but you have this, you know, pay from your heart structure. Can you, can you share with our listeners what that is and how that came into being too? Cause I think it's all related here. Yeah, it's definitely all related. So we, we came to a point, it was maybe a year before COVID um, where we owned yoga center Amherst in Amherst, Massachusetts. And the yoga center was doing amazing from the perspective of um, money and success and attendance and, you know, trainings and workshops, classes, everything was like exploding. We were doing so well financially and something didn't feel right. Something just felt off. And um, my husband had said, well, what if we, you know, played around with like a, a pay from your heart kind of a situation? And we had been talking about it for actually years before that that moment. But then what happened was um, I got really sick with uh, tick-borne illnesses like Lyme and anaplasmosis. And I was like down, I was really sick. And I had this experience of being in the fire. Like my body was burning up. I was, you know, I was physically very ill, but I was in the flame. And (laughs) the experience was kind of like going into like death a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like I was dying. And in it, I heard, you have to become paid from your heart now. You have to do this now. And I emerged out of being sick. And I said to my husband, I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like he was ready to do this, you know, two years prior. And he had been kind of working through some of the, the mind of it, you know, like how would we actually do this? And then I came out of being sick and was so ready to go. So basically what it, what it is now today um, is that Everything we offer, whether it's Birthing Mama or Shraddha Yoga, whether it's weekly classes, workshops, teacher trainings, even trips to India, because we we do lead trips and we've been exploring how we can even include that, 
it's all pay from your heart, which means that we have a recommended fee. You know, we say, we suggest whatever for this class or this training. And then we ask you to practice the yoga of money, your relationship to yourself, to money, to giving, to receiving. And then we just, we just say, whatever you feel is right to pay for this thing, then that's what you do based on, you know, what your finances are like, what your, how you value this X, Y, Z as. And, um, it has been an incredible, um, experience, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a new concept, even though people know about the gift economy, they know about donations, but people get confused about pay from your heart. They're mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, like, so we, we actually end up spending a lot of time talking to people about it, especially like our students who are, you know, oh, I want to take your, your birthing mama, prenatal yoga and postnatal yoga and wellness teacher training, but like, I can't afford it. And, I, and when we go into this whole um, inquiry around, well, what does it mean to be able to afford something? You know, um, so it's, it's really, it's another practice of yoga. It's another process of self-reflection and really like radical honesty because most of us have issues with money and most of us are afraid of not having enough or being able to take care of our children. That's where I personally get stuck, you know, like, doing pay from your heart was the best decision we've ever made. And I'm so glad we did it. And I'm so glad we're doing it. And I come up against my own fears of like, well, I have kids and I I do live in society. I have to pay a mortgage and cars and I drive and how will I be able to like afford camp for my kids or whatever. But it's been this incredible process of trusting myself, trusting other people and trusting the divine. And so far even in the midst of COVID, we've, it's working beautifully. I think it's such a powerful teaching just in the offering itself. I mean, I've, I've interfaced with the website and the way that you talk about it in like before, because I think, you know, people can sort of come at it like, wait a minute, like they, everyone's just going to take advantage of you, you know, like that's like the fear, right? If you, right. if you, oh, I'm just giving my stuff away for free then if I'm doing, if I'm letting people set the price, right? Yeah. Um, but I think you've done such an excellent job of framing it and really inviting people into, into, like you said, radical honesty, like what, if you're really checking in with yourself. What is real for you here? Um, it's just such a beautiful practice, and I feel like has the potential to completely transform how we transact um, in our in our modern day society and economy. And so, I just I'm really want to bow down to you for um, taking that leap, for listening to those moments. I really think that we get those those illnesses or those um, injuries, those experiences I've had a number myself or, or, or even, you know, the pregnancies and the children, like there is transformation that um, is ripe for us in those moments. And so I just want to honor you and acknowledge you for listening and for taking action on it um, and for being courageous enough and willing enough to stand in offering something so radically different Um, because it really is a testament to again, the embodied practice that you live, you're not just talking about yoga. You're not just teaching postures. Yoga is not about postures. Right. Um, (laughs) 
and we've done such a disservice, I think, to yoga in a, in this Western bastardized, bastardized interpretation, <laughs> you know, like our core power, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so just thank you for bringing it, bringing the real yoga all the way down to how you pay for the classes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I, there's, um, you said the word transformation when you were just speaking and mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's it. Like pregnancy is a transformational process, right? On in the deepest yes. to the most superficial life is a transformational process. And we are all in the process of transforming, becoming, awakening. Like this isn't it, you know, it's not just like, okay, we've reached the, the peak of evolution. Like we're still transforming. It's mm -hmm. still we're all still growing. The earth is still growing. All of us, whether we're aware of it or not, we're all still growing and becoming and awakening. And so like, why not, you know, why not take these risks and sure, acknowledge the fear. And I, I'm definitely not saying that anybody should like give themselves away and never be compensated for what they do. I'm, I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm just suggesting like a completely different paradigm where where we take this whole transformational yoga, I guess, or the, this evolutionary um, truth that we are all growing and awakening and actually finding out who we've really been this whole time, you know, it's like, it's like we're evolving, but we're also going inwards to what we already are. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, but the, the point is, is that um, it's kind of like we're at a point in this evolutionary process where I really do feel we need to be taking radical steps yeah. and do things really differently. If, if we want to see an earth for our children and our grandchildren, you know, that's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And it is stepping out of that consumer mode into yeah. something different. And I think it takes people like you who are willing to do that and who have caught a vision of how, to lead the way for people who don't even realize that that's a possibility or an option. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, one thing too, is this pay from your heart actually invoked a lot of generosity, you know, people all, I mean, there were, there was some backlash for sure. Um, and we had to work through stuff. Absolutely. But for the most part, um, people either were inspired by it or they, they like actually took it on and they were like, wow, I want to do this too. And they mm -hmm. either, you know, we had, we've heard from a lot of people that, you know, either made a part or whole of their business pay from your heart. And then we had students that said, you know, I was given a little extra money this month. I'm going to give half of it to you guys so that the people who can't pay anything, I can help balance the scales. So I've definitely seen, um, rather than, the fear of, oh, you're going to be taken advantage of. I've actually seen the opposite. I've seen a lot of generosity and a lot of um, self-willingness to self-reflect honestly. Mm. Yeah. And that, it's like the proof is in the pudding, right? Like yeah. the, you had the courage to trust and to really step into it with integrity and authenticity too. Because I think it's one thing to just say it and it's another to do it and be it and let it work you, you know, which clearly you've done. So yeah, I just, I just bow to you, Corinne. I think you're so awesome. And I'm just so <laughs> grateful to know a little slice of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, uh, go ahead. 
I will, I was just going to say, you know, we're coming towards the end of our time and I'm wondering if there's anything that we haven't covered. I know we kind of walked away from the the topic of pregnancy and birth to discuss this pay from your heart model. Um, but is there, is there anything that you want to make sure that our listeners receive that we haven't touched on yet today? Hmm. I mean, I guess just going back to, to birthing mama, I think what I'll say is that, you know, we keep making babies, you know, for whatever reason, even if birth was really hard or motherhood is really hard, we keep doing this. You know, there's something in us just innately, this thing that like wants to keep humanity alive. You know, we want to, we, there's something in us that wants to reproduce. There's something in us that wants to love. And I think that that's, um, it's kind of the essence of, the gift of birthing mama is that it's love, you know, that it's, it's out of love for the sake of love for love from love that we do this, you know, cause like it's hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I am not one of those people that sugarcoats pregnancy, birth or motherhood because it's, I found, I do find it and I did find it hard, even though it's so incredibly beautiful yeah. But but if if we go back to like why are we doing this? What is it that keeps us doing this? I I think it's love and and so that that might be this this that I don't know that might be like the last important seed that I want to plant is that yes the birthing mama book and our classes and our teacher trainings they offer so much like there there's so many different things you can learn and you can support your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, your spiritual body. There's so much, even in just the book or even in just a drop-in class, there's so much to to learn and then to experience within yourself. But the whole thing is carried in love. It's wrapped in love. It's a gift of love. And I think we, we want to, we need to remember that, that like, what are we doing here if it's not for love, from love, for the sake of love, out of love. So mm-hmm. I think I'll, yeah, kind of leave it as that, as that being my my final offering. Maybe is is this thing of love, and it's a big thing. Mm. Yes, it is. Well said. Thank you for that. Oh, Corinne, I appreciate you so much. Um, Will you tell our listeners again, before we close out here, just where they can go to access all your yumminess? Yes, absolutely. So um, birthingmama.com has all the information and it's, and by the way, it's birthing, B-I-R-T-H-I-N-G and then mama, M-A-M-A. So that's birthingmama.com for all the weekly classes and the um, teacher training and the book. And then shraddhayoga.org, S-H-R-A-D-D-H-A-Y-O-G-A. And shraddha means faithfulness, devotion, that which you put in your heart and then offer towards your whole life. Mm -hmm. So shraddhayoga.org is where you can sign up for everything, where you can find all of the classes, workshops, teacher trainings, um, we have a new class starting, I almost forgot to mention, uh, went by one of our newly trained birthing mama teachers. She's going to be teaching a pregnancy and postpartum wisdom circle, um, which is more about sharing and kind of the yoga of dialogue and seeing and hearing one another. Um, 
So, um, I'm, you know, we're slowly but surely adding more offerings and again, mostly online. So birthingmama.com and shradhayoga.org. And then of course we're on Instagram and Facebook as well. It's birthing mama on Instagram and Facebook and we are Shraddha on Instagram and Facebook as well. So beautiful. Thank you again, Karen, so much for being you, being in the world the way you are and for joining us today. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being who you are and all that you offer. And yeah, just opening your heart to, to me and birthing mama. I'm, I'm so grateful to share this time. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad I have a platform through which to do it. And to our listeners, thank you so much for continuing to show up. This show wouldn't exist without you. So the best way that you can give back is to take everything that we talked about today and take it into your hearts and to go out and live it. Go explore what Corinne is offering. But more than that, just really drop into that place of, of love and remembering that that is what we are doing here. So until next time, reclaim your parenting journey as a sacred one for yourself, for your children, and for the world. Many blessings. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.